This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Alex and Scott. Say hello. Hey. Hello. All right. Gentlemen, this podcast, if you wish to accept it, is about Mission Impossible. I accept. All right. I'm out of here. And this <laughs> podcast will self-destruct when you're done listening to it, so careful, people. It's probably for the best. Just light up a cigarette right as the episode's ending. <laughs> Yes. So it's just as good as sex. What? Or better. Okay. Nah. Uh, that's what they do in the movie, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't light a cigarette, it just catches on fire. No, they light a cigarette to cover the smoke. That's what John Voigt does in the airplane. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he knows the tape is just going to smolder and smoke up, so he lights up a cigarette to cover it up. Oh. That's what you can do in international flights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> John Boyd's car. Well, back in those days. So now, yeah, I, I was just watching. I I only had a chance to watch half of the movie today. So, is Tom Cruise now as old as John Voight was in the first movie? That is a very good question, Alex. Because yeah. he's probably I mean, older and he looks way better, though. Yeah, as John Boyd wasn't doing it wasn't doing any of the shit Tom Cruise is doing now in these movies. <laughs> So, I'll look that up while Scott discusses the movie. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> 1996 already is when this movie came out. Oh, Jeebus. It seems very long ago. We're dating ourselves here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise is at... That's what, I, that's what I did in high school. You dated yourself? Uh-huh. <laughs> How'd that work out? Pretty good. <laughs> Saved a lot of money. <laughs> Nice. Strong. You were kind of an asshole, though. I was. Uh, <laughs> so, 1996, Tom Cruise is in his uh, prime, as it were. Although, I guess he's still an action star. Yeah. Yeah, he is. We, we've talked before about who are the action stars. I, I know. We, we ever really mentioned Tom Cruise. We but, didn't. And we didn't mention Harrison Ford, either. I think both of those were omissions. Right. Get off my plane. <laughs> so, Mission Impossible throwback to the television show starring Peter Graves, also known as Captain Over from the airplane movies. Mm-hmm. Actually, quick tidbit here. The Netflix, they don't have them now, but they had the original series from the 60s and none of the cast that I knew was in it. But I knew it was... Uh, Oh, Martin Landau, he was part of the original cast. And that blew me away. I was like, what? What kind of Mission Impossible is this? Pull the string! <laughs> Pull the string! But every episode was kind of like a mini uh, James Bond episode, except with the team. It was, it was still pretty cool yeah, for a 60 show. Yeah. yeah. So, it starts off with the iconic theme. Uh, one of the all-time greats for a television oh, show. It, no, it doesn't. It starts off when they're interrogating that guy. 
Continue, Scott. <laughs> well, it does. Well, first it starts with the PG or the rated PG thirteen logo comes up on the screen. So yes, they they interrogate a guy. <laughs> they, Tom Cruise is in ridiculous makeup. Burning. And then, and then it goes to the theme songs. Okay, Alex. Yes, get it right. <laughs> they set up the classic uh, dead hooker scenario to get information out of the mark. The old dead hooker trick mm-hmm. gets them every time. Every time. So yeah, you get a, a quick glimpse of the, the the team, the IMF team, run they- by John Voight, who's supposed to be the, again the Peter Graves character. Mm-hmm. And get Tom Cruise. <laughs> Some... Should have been the Peter Griffin character. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> the interrogation goes off without a hitch, and again Tom Cruise pulls off the ridiculous makeup, pulls off the mask in a quick cut. <laughs> they use a few times in the movie, and then we get to the the iconic theme song. Bum, 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 bum. And then it becomes an international affair. And they're in... Ooh, affair. Prague. Yes, they're in Prague. And again, Tom Cruise is in ridiculous makeup. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of coincidental that he looks like these two guys. That yeah. <laughs> he, looks, he looks exactly like a senator who incidentally looks like the creepy old man that does the Six Flags commercials. No, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked like Dana Carvey in Ross Perot makeup from SNL skits. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of what they were going for with that. Oh, she was H, yeah. He <laughs> has like the bad southern accent. And there, there's some big embassy ball thing. And yeah. And they're tracking down their, their target and get the different parts of the team. That part was pretty cool that they got to show off some of the gadgets. And the tiny cameras that are in the glasses... They show those off a little bit, which, I mean, in 1996, it's like, what? Yeah. All right, can we go, but before we do this, so this is, you mentioned earlier that John Voight, so that's when he gets the mission, John Voight gets it on the airplane. Yeah. And, you know, she comes, would you like a movie? And it's supposed to be all high tech, and it's this little, it's not a floppy disk, but it's, it's like not. It's like a DVI tape or something. <laughs> yeah, it's this order. weird thing. And a little TV screen pops up. It's like, oh my God, that's so bad. The cinema of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. I think it was the code phrase. Which is kind of creepy that there's this... Or not creepy, but... Somebody got the, the shitty end of the stick as far as being a spy. They basically have to be a flight attendant most of the time. Except for the, when they have to pass along information. <laughs> That's just... Those are interns. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta have a shitty job. You gotta be on KP duty every once in a while. It's expendable. I'll, I'll ask Leah. <laughs> she used to be a, a flight attendant, people. Right. But did, did she ever pass on any secret tapes? Well, I don't know. She has, she's tried to kill me, but I haven't asked her about any spy stuff. Mm. Mm. Alex's last podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. Uh, so, so, yeah, you get a little bit of each uh, team member. Before this, though, they they set up the whole the whole gig and you meet Emilio Estevez in his final movie <laughs> yeah with the catchphrase hasta lasagna don't get any anya yeah 
I'm, I'm sure somebody was he, really hoping that was going to catch on. Does he say pasta lasagna or does he say pasta lasagna? Don't get any on you. I don't know. Hmm. The point is that the the catchphrase did not catch on. <laughs> it was not the thing that everybody was quoting over the summer. Well, smell you later. Yep. Uh, neither was red light, green light. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, I never say it, but I like that in the movie when he slams it on the helicopter at the end. Um, Tom Cruise is 53, and John Voight was 58 at the time. So he's not quite there, yeah. but not too far behind. And yeah, he looks way better and is hanging from planes these days. And John Voight was... This is true. Yeah. His, uh, and carefully falling off a bridge. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the biggest action scene he did around that time was when he bit... Kramer on Seinfeld. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, it's, it's worth pointing out with all the computer hacking that goes on in this movie that in real life, John Voight is the father of Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. who was the star of Wait, Hackers. What? Is that true? That's yeah. true. I never knew that. Yeah. Holy crap. That's, how, did that come, how did that come from that? Must have a hot wife. <laughs> One of his hot wives, I don't know. Yeah. So but speaking speaking of hacking, let's just dive in right into the movie gooey because <laughs> Jesus H. Yeah, there's some movie gooeys in this movie. Everything's got except unless it's a laptop. There's giant CRT C, CRT screens everywhere, and uh, everything's in a perfect rectangular box, and they're beveled and everything, and they're different '90s colors. And Ethan logs into the internet by booting up a link to the internet and then typing access internet and then he's on the internet well yeah that's how you did things back in 1996 <laughs> then when we, he's right when he's trying to search he types in all this stuff and then uh, randomly just types in max.com <laughs> because that's the thing you do on the internet i heard there was a dot something <laughs> you know it's true in 1996 there was like 20 websites so he had a good chance of hitting on the one that he was looking for <laughs> i guess so <laughs> So I was going to say, I did watch this the other day. I didn't get very far, but I did get that point. I definitely saw the Max.com. And yeah, but he was doing all that stuff because it was early internet. There weren't too many search engines. I don't even, obviously Google wasn't around. I don't even know if Yahoo was around. And he was not even doing like web searches. He was doing like... Uh, it was like a step of DOS. It was like IRC stuff and everything. Yeah. And, and it was funny where he comes up with this, you know, the Joe 314 or whatever. and He called it Job 314. But yeah, he just sends a random email to it. Like, it, that didn't make any sense. He, <laughs> he so makes s- up an email address. <laughs> yeah. Job at Bibleverses.com or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even add a .com to the end. It just says at Bibleverses. <laughs> yeah. I know there were like, those were like news groups and stuff, but I, it's been a long time. So maybe some of that made sense. I, but I was, I definitely was laughing at that stuff too. And then the whole. I loved how movies back then had like a little envelope, like his email would come up, a little envelope, and it <laughs> fly off in the distance. Well, they have to make it relatable to something that you already know. It's like, oh, it's like a letter, but electronic, and it goes into the computer to somebody else. Yeah, and I guess because back then not everybody was on the internet knew what email was, so you had to do that. I don't know. Yeah, like for the audience at least, yeah. Do you remember Disclosure? That was a Michael Douglas and Demi Moore movie. Oh, God. <laughs> nope. That was a Michael it, Crichton movie. Was it? Oh, God. And that was... They had the 3D file... Yeah, the 3D files. Good Lord. 
<laughs> that was terrible. But just the same thing with the emails. Like these little, em- he'd be working on his computer, and this giant envelope would just show up on his screen, and he'd click it. And I was like, "Oh my god, it's so no, bad." No, he had to drag the little. You know how your uh, mouse cursor turns into a finger on top of a link. He just dragged the finger across the top of the envelope to open it, and then he could read his electronic mail. Okay. <laughs> I, I still think it's hilarious and like full disclosure or minority report where they're using the, the gloves or their hands or whatever to manually sort through all this shit. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic Pioneer. Sh- Johnny Mnemonic. When it's almost infinitely faster to still just use a stupid mouse. Mm-hmm. Like it's Not as cool. We have not improved upon that technology at all. <laughs> There's voice commands which might actually be faster for certain things. But using your hands to like fly around and just there's no way that's faster ever uh, I wouldn't that's think so <laughs> it looks cool yeah if anyone who has a connect will testify well with oculus maybe we'll be able to find out oculus is still not your hands though yeah, it's getting there Anywho, speaking of disclosure, I I got a chance to try out an Oculus for about fifteen minutes, and I was sick the rest of the day. <laughs> I was gonna say it's got <laughs> rope everywhere. I'm I wanted nauseous. to. I really wanted. Sir, to. would you like to take a survey about Oculus? I'm nauseous. <laughs> Stiff armed him out of the way. <laughs> so I unfortunately will not be on board with the whole Oculus Morpheus. The what? What's the Microsoft thing? Uh, with the Halo AR, games. yeah. Although that that's a little different, so that might be a cool. But... Yeah, that's AR, not yeah, VR. yeah. But still, <laughs> I I was not born. Uh... Scott, you're gonna Darwinism is gonna hit you hard, man. In a couple years, no, with... no, it's cool. I'll be I'll be I'll be dead well before this stuff is actually like. I don't know. One to it's, one. Gonna, it's gonna hit you before you die. It's, you're in fifties. You're gonna be terrible before before yeah. we have real holodecks. I'll be long gone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be virtually attending your your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. Oh, boy. I'm not looking forward to my funeral. <laughs> there goes a real sack of crap. Might be oh, the greatest geez. Simpsons moment of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did that happen? Oh, God. So, anyways. Continue, Scott. There. <laughs> the team's on a mission. Mission is going swimmingly. Tom Cruise has infiltrated the the basement, the high security basement. The Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> the Alamo. And then everything goes sideways. Uh, Tom Cruise has to run away, and then one by one you see the, the various team members either getting eliminated or disappearing. They get blown up in a car. That poor blonde la- lady, <laughs> she had no lines. She had like, yeah, she had like two lines. I, like, right. At first, I thought she was already like, done. No, she said something like, "Yes, yes, sir." <laughs> it's, it's funny because she, she's like, "Okay, she's attractive. Like, maybe she's love interest." Boom, and then that's that. <laughs> and Kristen Scott, Kristen Scott Thomas, you're like, "Okay," like they they do the, they have the dancing. They're all right. Maybe it's her. Nope. <laughs> Spoilers: She gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what's up with that? How, how are those two people so stupid enough to walk up to that gate and get stabbed? Well, because the first spoilers, if, you know, whatever. Spoilers. The first guy <laughs> thought he was gonna be getting some money for the disc. Yeah. He got stabbed, and then she goes to investigate, 
and she sees that it's oh, she goes, hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. Come over here. Okay, step, step, step. Uh, I, I don't buy it. These are like agents. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I see what Jeff is saying. <laughs> like, I always thought it was weird that, like, like, Tom Cruise is a badass, but everybody else is just, like, kind of a mook. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially Media West events. It's like, oh, I'm going to press my junk against this gate while I hand this to you. You're gonna, still going to keep, like, an arm's length distance. Like, I... Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he had some sort of Mission Impossible device thingy that, you know... I, I guess it's just kind of driving home the point that Spy doesn't necessarily mean they're everybody's James Bond or Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. They're able to do this, the cool spy stuff and also kick ass at the same time. Most spies are just spies. They're just there to pretend to be somebody else and get information. And it was kind of cool that they set up it was this really... team, camaraderie and everything, and then everybody gets killed within the first 15 minutes. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And then, But yeah, I think Jeff's right. It was really dumb of her to walk up to the gate. <laughs> that was... Uh, that was plot right there. <laughs> and I, I love... the plot's not going to move along unless I get stabbed. I guess I'll walk to, walk to the gate. And the Star Trek-like implementation of the elevator system that st- kills Emilio Estevez. Yeah. <laughs> the random... Yeah, the <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Yeah. yeah. Fucking spikes just come flying out from the top. Like, yeah. eh. Like, that... In hindsight, that's pretty silly because nobody's going to build that into their thing, which means that the, the bad guy did it ahead of time. You know how much fucking trouble it would have been to install that thing? Yeah, I don't think that was, you're meant to believe the bad guy did. I think you're just meant to believe that's how elevator systems work, which is retarded. Well, in in Russia. Well, it's true. It, it was have done by been, computer, and computers can do anything. Have you been to an elevator in Russia? Prague is not in Russia. Well, have you been to an elevator in Russia? <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, boy, am I stupid. <laughs> yeah. Little trolls living in their elevators, I'm sure. They'll get you before the spikes will. Mm. That's why they have the spikes. (laughs) Get rid of the trolls. (laughs) Anyway, everyone dies, except for Ethan Hunt. And? He meets up with (laughs) one of of the classic that guy, uh, Kittredge, played by Henry Cerny? Cerny? It's a C and a Z together in his last name. Samsonite, you were way off. Yeah. Uh, it's the head IMF guy, the, the bureaucrat. And then you get the, I understand you're upset. To which Tom Cruise w- gets the Dutch angle close up. <laughs> You've never seen me very upset. And he acts the shit out of that scene. <laughs> and he turns into the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> and he throws the, the gum... So yeah, but that's where they reveal that that guy reveals that that whole mission they just went on was a fake. It was bogus. They were trying to weed out. They knew they had a mole. Yes. And they were trying to weed out the mole. And since Tom Cruise is the only one alive, he kind of points to him being the mole. And it, that his his family got a substantial amount of money in their checking account. That's true. So yeah, there's evidence that yeah. And it was a hundred thousand dollars. I always I always hate that in movies when they do something like that where it's like so and so got. This this guy masterminded all this shit, but he did something stupid like send his send his relatives hundred thousand dollars. Like clearly, like he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, so and so got found with like a billion dollars in the backseat of their car. Like after he stole it from like the middle of the CIA stronghold. You know, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. 
Then he posted a picture of a selfie of him on Facebook holding, <laughs> yeah. the, holding the bag of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, that, sorry, that, that guy. You said he's one of those guys, but what else is he in? He's got a really cool voice, but I don't know what else he's in. You say he's one of those guys? Um, Let's see. What has he been in that you would have seen? Scott narrows it down to dumb movies. All right, let's go. <laughs> movies that Jeff would see. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Ice Storm? No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, All right, don't worry about it. Let's move along. Right. He's a certain class of those guys. Anywho. Anywho. Oh, sorry, one other thing. You said his name was Krager? What is it? Kittredge. Kittredge. And there's another dude with that name that starts with a K, right? Krieger. Yeah. <laughs> krieger son. <laughs> and who is Krieger? Krieger was Jean Renault. Okay. The I, one of the most badass Frenchmen to ever grace the silver screen. He's a professional, I tell you. <laughs> he is. Whoa. Um, I'll get into it now. When I first watched this movie, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Because those two names were like they're K sounding names and they're really weird. They're <laughs> and so when Tom Cruise is talking and especially that. You're going to get to it, but when John Voight comes back from the dead and he's telling him it was Krieger or Krychek or whatever he said his name is, and Tom Cruise is like, yeah, but he's thinking it in his mind. That just totally fucked me up. I'm going to say that right now. I had no idea what was going on in this movie. That that scene later on is kind of clunky. Yeah. Uh, I think it could have been handled better. It was a lot of <laughs> telling and not showing, really. Well, it was telling, but showing something totally different because you're supposed to be, right? Like John Boyd's telling his ver- his version of the story, but Ethan Hunt is seeing what he thinks is happening, and ah, and they're both named K's, and I was confused. I didn't they're... get confused by the names. I did. <laughs> I, I get they got that same consonants at the beginning, but uh, Dittridge <laughs> and Krieger. <laughs> but it's the first time you watch the movie. It's not like these are. Like you watch a Game of Thrones where you hear the names over and over again. I don't know. I have a problem with that. Like I have a problem with Lord of the Rings and Sauron and Saruman. Like, come Sauron. on. And uh, That's just lazy writing. Uh, <laughs> Aowen and um, what's uh, Aowen and Arwen? Ar- yeah, Aowen and Arwen. Okay, I'll, I'll give I'll give you the Aowen Arwen thing. <laughs> you, not, you won't give me Saruman and Sauron. No, I mean, Jesus Christ. Alright. I mean, you for those, no power I, was, I wasn't as bad because when I read the books, when you read the words, are totally different words, but when you hear them... Alright, I'm done talking. No, I, I could see it. <laughs> Especially when they're like the fantasy names. Yes. Or last names that you don't hear very often. Kriegasan. My cherry blossoms are wilting. <laughs> so... Ethan Hunt has to make his escape... And he gets through the streets of Prague, and he goes back to their safe house. Which, again, I don't know why he would go back to the safe house. <laughs> I was thinking the same he thing. He had to know everything was fucking compromised. Yeah. Like, they, the Kittredge basically told him, we've been watching you the whole time. Like, so why would, why would he assume that they weren't watching the safe house? Uh, mm-hmm. they, they go back there. They and, weren't. And the, that was Kittredge's fault. Yeah. Maybe he's like, he wouldn't be stupid enough to go back to the safe house. Don't even check there. And in the most unbelievable part of the movie, uh, Jim Phelps, John Voight's character's wife, 
Chivas H, who yeah. looks a lot like Angelina Jolie, by the way. Who, She's hot. Who in is definitely attractive by international standards. <laughs> international standards. Yeah, I forgot how hot she was until I watched this the other day. It's like, whew. Yeah, it, I, that's the most unbelievable part, that she's actually married to, to John Boyd. <laughs> uh, but I guess, you know, international spy. He's got mm-hmm. some cool, got some cachet. I hear he's got a cool car. Yeah. They meet up, and at first, Tom Cruise doesn't trust her, but she she wins him over, and they decide that they're going to figure out what's going on for reals. Mm-hmm. And then they go to America, are they going to America first, or do they go to London? I forget. I had to stop watching after that. Okay. <laughs> well, there's, there's, That's about where I stopped. Okay, so they meet up. Uh, she puts them in con- puts uh, him in contact with two other agents. Like, there's, They're like mercenaries, but like free agents, but they're in the database. That part confused me. Like, How can there be this international organization that just lets these people run around doing whatever the fuck they want? Like, well, that they didn't make any sense tired? to me. Or just they left? I would, they clearly didn't, though. <laughs> They're kind of like bounty hunters. They have to be licensed and everything, but, you know. I don't know. It, it just didn't make sense to me that they would just let these people run around. Outside of any government oversight whatsoever. And the IMF in itself is, of itself is kind of weird, because... Is it an international organization? Is it a, a U.S.-run organization? I thought it was part of the CIA. Yeah, but it's got a bunch of Euros in it also. Mm. We're a country of immigrants. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So he puts him in touch with Ving Rames as a computer hacker. And I actually really liked that they did this because he's he's an opposing figure, and to have him never even throw a punch. Toast. Just kind of always sit in front of a computer and laptop. Oh, wait, he kills kind of the rat. Funny. No, he doesn't kill the rat. Jean Reno kills the rat, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Jean Reno is the some more hired muscle. It's got some underworld contacts. And they decide that they're going to storm the CIA. Because the CIA has a mainframe that can't be accessed from the outside. <laughs> Which might be the number one all-time cliche about uh, computers and movies. Where you have to get to the mainframe to access anything. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, what? I mean, even Zion had access codes. Yeah. Do they say the word mainframe in this oh, movie? I guarantee they do. <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> it looks like he's just working on a little PC in that room. I mean, I'm, I guess I it could be know. hooked up to a mainframe somewhere, but... Yeah, it, it, like, that makes even less sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a Dell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just have the Dell guy come by every six months. <laughs> Upgrade it. Uh, I forget even the point of that that room. Like, like they, So they want to get the, the knock list. Mm-hmm. Which is the... I forget what knock stands for. You better knock mention that again. Whoa. But in order to, that, but it has the list of all the IMF agents. And basically all the secret agents. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about that. So this knock list is, yeah, is all the agents. And then it's split into two. One half has the code, their code names and one half has their real names. What the kind of security is that bullshit? Like, they don't... <laughs> never heard of encryption? Like, it's... Yeah, nothing's nothing's password protected. Yeah. Like once once they actually get to the file, yeah, yeah. it's like this will fool them. We'll put in the code names and the real names and I... uh, code name T Bag sixty four. Do you read me? 
I also like that yeah. this, this is like the ultimate piece of national security information. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have like nuclear codes any asshole can get or whatever. But <laughs> well, they're always in that briefcase. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get a list of spies, <laughs> you got to go into the super uh, protected room in in Langley. Well, they can't hold it in a briefcase. It's too many also, names. The CIA is woefully inept, by the way. <laughs> they let it, was it a pizza delivery or it was fire firefighters, right? Uh, firefighters. <laughs> and did anybody order a pizza? <laughs> Eman- Emmanuel Baird, uh, Claire gets into the damn building. Like that seemed like the better plan, by the way. <laughs> Getting into that room. <laughs> I guess they, they go through all the bullshit about how all the biometrics they, they can't fake or whatever. So, wait, let's go over that. Do you think a room like that exists? No. Fuck no. <laughs> but what about those tech... <laughs> like, with the technologies and stuff of a heat sensing I'm and sure, pressure panels and... I'm I'm sure something that could be built. Yeah, I'm, also, make- I'm also sure that it would have a false alarm like every other day. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, there's a rat in the vent, by the way, which is, that always cracked me up. The super oh, 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 that's the other thing, too. <laughs> Vents that can hold two grown men easily. <laughs> that's, like, okay, that's every movie ever. What the well, the, fuck? the mainframe has to be kept cool, man. It's like the exhaust port hmm. <laughs> in the Death Star, only way worse. Well, every movie except for Die Hard, let's clear that up right now. It's job to break into places. Like, he's still, he's still climbing through it, Alex. Yeah, but you know that's how a TV dinner feels like. <laughs> Still don't think they're big enough for a grown man to climb. Th- Look at the vent in your in your house right now. There's, you can't fit in there. Luca can. Luca couldn't fit in there. Eric could fit in there. Okay, Eric could fit in there. A one year old <laughs> could fit in there. Great. <laughs> He'd eat that rat too. <laughs> yeah, boys eating everything right now. Jeebus H. Except for vegetables, of course. <laughs> But well, nobody wants to eat vegetables. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn it! I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember the Simpsons quote. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm from Bovine University. <laughs> <laughs> when I grow up, I'm going to Bovine University. <laughs> You're gonna marry a carrot? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna marry a carrot. <laughs> she admitted it. You don't honestly believe that we'll swallow this tripe, and now, thanks to the Hellboard Council, here's some tripe. Yeah. <laughs> so, this this vent, again, I, I, I can't <laughs> talk enough about this vent. It basically <laughs> takes up a whole floor by itself. Is this like, wor- better or worse than the uh, nothing in the coffee cup? This is worse. Okay. <laughs> well, once laser in one way and one's lazier in another way. Like, this is just super lazy writing. The other way is just super lazy, like, why the fuck can you just put water in there to give it some weight? It would take two seconds. Yep. Hey, well, remember in, um... Oh, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Who who framed Harry Crumb? What's that movie called? Who's Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? John Candy's moving around air ducts, so... Well, that's hilarious because he's like 300 pounds. Exactly. That's for comedic effect. <laughs> well, if they're big enough that's for okay. him, then there's big enough for the two dudes. I'm just saying. But he's not crawling around the CIA either. <laughs> His beard falls off and lands on the girl's bush. 
And it's been a while since I've seen that movie. What is his? He has like the special martial art. And the shoes, the match. Quack Fu. Is that what it's called? No, that's Howard the Duck. It's, yeah, the martial art though is kicking his shoe off and hitting people in the head. Yeah, it's, it's the stupidest yeah. movie. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> I saw that in the movie theaters. Yes, I know. (laughs) John Candy died in (laughs) tires. Oh, God. (laughs) It's so stupid. So so, so the other other part of this plan (laughs) that's asinine is they have to... Hope this guy goes and eats the shitty cafeteria food, so that Claire can sneak the the eye drops in somebody's uh, in his coffee or whatever. Yeah, she shoots the the pen juice. Yeah, into which, his coffee cup, right? which which by the way, uh, eye drops that they the gag they pull in, and what I assume that they're doing in this movie, and in Wedding Crashers, <laughs> yeah. when they put the eye drops into uh, Bradley Cooper's whatever he's drinking. Don't kill a man. That would fucking kill somebody. Like, don't do that. If anybody is watching the public service announcement, kids. Like, yeah, it's hilarious that it gets all that diarrhea, but in real life, that would fucking kill somebody. They tried yeah. to murder. They basically tried to murder that guy for laughs. I don't think it is. It eye drops really in that movie? In this movie? I know it is in uh, Wedding Crashers. Probably, it's probably not eye drops. Yeah, it's uh, similar. Just give me the eye like, drops. could have fucking squeezes the whole bottle they, on there. They, they could have killed this guy. Who, <laughs> after has this happen to him, gets uh, in what probably the best line in the movie. Uh, Kitchen says, "I want a manning a like a radar, radar tower. tower in Alaska." <laughs> like, the guy's fucked. <laughs> it's gonna be worse. Could have been executed. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So they they pull off this this master plan of hacking the mainframe. And by the way, <laughs> they're all doing this remotely. Like this isn't. Uh, they, they, they specifically point out that you have to be, like, there's no outside connection to CIA. So how the fuck is Ving Rhames connected? They're not running Cat5 cable, like, 5,000 yards <laughs> outside the building to the, the fire truck that he's hiding out. Well, he invented Wi-Fi. Wait, so. doesn't he hook up a cable? I think he uses, like, a phone. No, remember, he that. brings a cable down with him. He puts, he plugs something in, but I don't think it... Like, it's a cable. There's a rope hanging down from the ceiling. They're not running cable, I don't think. He plugged something in, but you know what? I think that had to do with the temperature control or volume. It was to modulate the temperature, I think. Toast. 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 But, I mean, it's, we're making fun of the scene, but that was cool when he was hanging there. It was cool. He, <laughs> was, he, yeah. he falls down that and was, like that two was inches the, above the, the ground. That was the money shot for the trailer, pretty much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. He's doing all the, the cool wire work, like the... Still, I still see that scene parodied. <laughs> Every once in a while, it'll pop up some new show or something with the wires hanging down. Oh no! And Tom Cruise, I mean, yeah, he was younger back then, but still to be able to sit there and that's that's strong to, core right there. Know, he had to he had to train for that whole scene. He had to yeah, learn how to like balance himself on that thing. Yeah, it was, it's pretty epic. The only thing that bugs me is that when he's uh, he's hanging there and the sweat's building up. And he he's like an inch away from the ground, and he's able to put his hand between the ground and his eye and catch the sweat. 
Mm-hmm. Don't, don't think there was enough room for his eye, his hand. Yeah. Sorry. So props to Krieger for holding that rope for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. I realize Tom Cruise weighs like 100 pounds, but still. Yeah, so but he, they, it's his fault for sneezing in the first place. That's true. Toast. <laughs> Toast. It's not only the CIA have horrible security, but they apparently have the rat problem too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because they have giant vents they can crawl in and out of whenever they feel like it. <laughs> so, anyways, they, they they get the knock list, mm-hmm. uh, and they go back to your back to London this time. The idea is that they're going to trade uh, the knock list to Max Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm muting now. Okay. So. Oh man. <laughs> say toast again. I dare you. I double dare you. <laughs> oh man. So they get the knock list. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> so. Uh, they, they go back to London. And you get the first inkling that maybe everything's not on the up and up. Uh, Krieger goes hard line about getting his money, and Tom Cruise pulls some, some slick sleight of hand and makes Krieger think that he swapped the the disc when he actually didn't. Ooh, no. yeah, that was fucking bullshit. All of a sudden, Tom Cruise knows magic. Yep. What's well, a spice skill? It's yeah. Of hand. yeah, you got he put points. In yeah, that. Put, it seemed. He, Everybody yeah, he had in the group is like, why'd you put points in this? This is stupid. Yeah, at least ten yeah. ranks. Yeah, yeah, you're never going to use this. All right, okay, watch this. <laughs> so a little sleight of hand, and then, yeah, the reveal that Phelps is still alive, John Voight, and they, they go through, as we pointed out earlier, what, what happened. Voight's telling him a story in, in Tom Cruise's head. He's picturing it how he thinks it actually happened. Yeah. And he realizes that... It's all been a double, triple cross thing. <laughs> and they decide they're going to meet up on this train for the final showdown. So, okay, why did John Voight do all this? What was the reasoning? He just wanted money. money. Just to sell the knock list? He figured, like, he'd done enough. It's time for him to retire somewhere with a lot of money. So he turned evil. That part's kind of weak, actually. Yeah, not only is he turning... He wants money, but he's just killing all his friends. Yeah, I guess... The, Twist. Oh, before this all happens, uh, Tom Cruise sleeps with Emmanuel Baird. Oh, he does? I don't remember that. Oof. She's like sitting on the floor, and she like puts her hand up and like closes, opens and closes her her hand. He puts his penis in there. Well, I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened. You looking for this? Yes. Pull some more sleight of hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, it's implied that they bone, which is weird in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And then the train sequence, you meet up with, uh, again with Vanessa Redgrave as Max, uh, who, who's actually pretty cool in, her, in the small role that she has here. Because you figure... Paul ass to Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you figure... Uh, most of the time it's going to be some super evil Russian dude or some super evil British dude 
and just this upper crust British woman that's been running this whole evil organization. Yeah, that was pretty that's, cool. That's kind of fun. You have another plan, which they they pull that other trope, where they they go through the plan and the plan doesn't seem to be working, but it turns out that it was the plan all along. Mm-hmm. So they do some more hacking stuff, with, uh-huh. and Ving oh, Rang's, the train's going through the tunnel. The internet signals. Oh no! Yeah, Ving Rang needs his uh, his phone. Jeff, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Couldn't tell if you muted yourself again. <laughs> Toast. Toast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I've I've actually got the bars for my recording. So every time I actually see toast, it's like it, it's in the movie. Oh, God. I actually see it move up and down. Yeah. Toast. Oh. Toast. <laughs> oh, man. Killing me. I don't know why that's fun. It is. So you get the spoilers. <laughs> no, I think it's because you said it three times and no one responded. <laughs> and that's why I'm laughing now. <laughs> toast. You get the big plot twist. John Voight's been the bad guy all along. Did you along. say plot toast? Plot toast. They chase each other through the cars. John Voight shoots his wife for no reason. Oh, yeah. Like, she basically oh. says, like, oh, please don't kill him. And then he's like, well, I guess I have to kill you now instead of killing the guy that can clearly stop me. <laughs> like, you know, that That's... Of everything in this movie, that makes the least amount of sense. Like... A bigger cut of the loot. It's like, if he wanted to kill his wife, alright, get rid of the dude that is gonna take you out first. <laughs> but, yeah, so they, yeah, they have the... the so race wait, the... Krychek's on this plane too, right? Krieger. No, wait. No, the, who's the who's the good guy, the good IMF guy? Kidridge. Kidridge. Yeah, okay. Kidridge. Kidridge. See, I still don't know what the hell his name is. Where are you getting Crycheck from? X Files, I think. Starship Troopers. I think it is X Files, isn't it? Crycheck, the guy that he's a double cross because he's a double crosser as well. I don't know. Well, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) So you get uh, more trailer bait. The (laughs) now it looks pretty horrible, but they have the CGI helicopter (laughs) fly into the tunnel after the. The train, mm-hmm. for for excitement's sake, and John oh, Voight was, wasn't jumps it up to the train. Wasn't it like tethered to the train? It gets tethered to the train when John Voight tethers it so he can hop onto the train or hop into the helicopter. helicopter. I think they could have waited till they're out of the tunnel for that, but <laughs> he decided to do it then. And Tom Cruise makes his way no, outside. No, it, it happens before the tunnel, and then because Tom Cruise is getting involved, he gets delayed, and then the train hits the tunnel. Right? Isn't that what happens? And then the tunnels, the helicopter has to go in the tunnel. I'm, I'm just saying, John Voight does you know, all this masterminding, and he just throws it all out the window at the very end. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. So they, they have the fight near the helicopter, and then the music starts. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Tom Cruise. Danny Elfman, too. Yep. Tom Music Cruise by Danny slams the gum on the onto the helicopter and screams, red light, green light. Which, by the way, there would have been no way they could have fucking heard him. Yeah. Between the train <laughs> yeah. and the helicopter in the middle of that tunnel. Also, <laughs> he's, what does that mean? He probably, he probably got... <laughs> yeah. Why did he put his gum there? Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, tinnitus, and then some movie magic. Tinnitus. <laughs> Ma. Yeah. Ma. <laughs> the, the blast, the concussive blast just throws him back into the train instead of shattering his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as we see in the second movie from Mission Impossible, it's the same thing when missiles land near him. Mm-hmm. It simply blows him forward. Uh, he's trained to, to take the blows of concussive blasts, apparently. Yeah, man. All right. Every action hero has been trained I know. That. I know. I <laughs> It's it's funny. But yeah, he lands on the train, and at the last second, the the conductor tries to slam on the brakes now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no rearview mirrors on a train. He couldn't see the helicopter back there. Yeah, I guess. And then... And he looked like Ichabod Crane. Yeah, that and then that guy... <laughs> that guy, the train conductor, acts the shit out of his 20 seconds. <laughs> He's the most, like, stereotypical English-looking dude ever. <laughs> Yeah, you almost get the helicopter blade stabbing Tom Cruise in the neck. Mm-hmm. But he pulls it out, and then jump cut to someplace in Ireland? Because they're playing Cranberries. I always, I always yeah. assume it was Ireland because they have the Cranberry song playing. <laughs> Is it Zombie? It wasn't Zombie. It wasn't Zombie. It was the other one. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they talk about how oh, everything's great now. <laughs> they just kind of wrap it up. Uh, Tom Cruise yep. doesn't seem all that upset that uh, his love interest is dead. <laughs> but, but see, isn't this when they reinstate Vin Rhames? Isn't that part of the deal where yeah, he's they're, been they're reinstated? About, yeah, he's been. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like they're running, he's letting these people run around. But anyways, he's he's reinstated. He's the flavor of the month. Uh-huh. And they talk about how his, his aunt and uncle have been cleared of all charges or whatever in, in the states. And Tom Cruise says, "Yeah, I." I'm not going back. I don't know what I'd be doing it for. I'm going to be a Top Gun instructor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he gets on a plane, and the the woman offers him some cinema from the Caribbean. <laughs> Cut to credits and the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> Apparently, all it takes is a is a stranger on an airplane asking him to get back into the game <laughs> for well, him to for him to decide that he still wants to do it. Well, he goes to the whole speech. I just don't know why I'd be doing it anymore. And then they, they ask him, and clearly he's been doing it because it's in the same movie. And the third, and the fourth, and the fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and he throws away his glasses and they explode. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Hopkins for no reason. Yeah, well, that's a weird scene when he has the glasses on. He's like, I'm not the only one who's seen you. And then it goes, cut, cuts back to Crycheck, and he's like, good morning, Mr. Phelps, or whatever. And then he throws the glasses at Voight, and then he just stops, and he makes this weird... Yeah, just that little hitch. first move or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. I still remember that. But I was going to say, in the the first time he uses the gum in the diner with when he's with Krychek, Krieger, Coppola, Kittrich. whatever his name is, Kittrich, and <laughs> he together he puts it in his hand, and then he uses the water from the vase or his glass. I think that was that, just to strike. Kittredge. I don't think that's what makes it stick. I think it's just super sticky. Okay, because yeah, why don't he doesn't do that the second time he? Yeah, it. that always confused me too. Like, is that does he need to be mixed with water to explode? Is it he just used that so it would stick to the window? Maybe his palm sweat did it. Activated it. Mm-hmm. He took a couple bites of it first and then threw it on there. <laughs> yeah. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. Seriously, is. Is that the last Emilio Estevez movie? 
He did a Mighty Ducks accent. I was going to say that one of the Mighty Ducks movies. I think probably. he did a, a cameo in a Mighty Ducks movie. It's funny. I'm, he wasn't even credited for that role, by the way. <laughs> he was in it a lot. He should have been. It's just weird. I feel bad for that guy. I don't. Wasn't he, <laughs> wasn't he credited as Emilio Sheen? Yeah, he's not showing up in the uh, on IMDb, but... Oh, here it says... Uncredited at the bottom, man. Yeah. Martin Estevez. <clears throat> so, wait, what was this, 96? Yeah. Yeah, D3. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he's in stuff, but nothing. TV movie, TV movie, TV movie, TV series. Jesus. He played a young version of his father in The West Wing. And it was also uncredited. <laughs> oh, do you guys remember the movie Judgment Night? Yes. It was oh, made for... It was HBO, right? No. It was, for... a... it was a real movie, wasn't it? With Cuba Gooding Jr. and uh, Dennis Leary and him. I've, no, I've seen the movie. Oh. I don't know. I, mean, I watched it on tape, on video, but I don't know. I guess it could have been HBO. Steven Dorff. Jeremy Piven. Oh, look at this. Loaded weapon. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my bad. Always bringing Jeez, up loaded weapon. Always. Every, every chance you get. It's always got to be something about loaded weapon. Loaded weapon one. Alright, so I'll just say my favorite moment of this movie is probably that action scene when he's climbing the helicopter. I don't know that the music does, it's pretty cool. The music is rad. Like, yeah. <laughs> that makes, that elevates, and he's like, he could have just been like making cappuccino. Start <laughs> playing that music, and then it just becomes exciting. Yeah. And then when he's trying to recruit Vin Rames at one point, he's telling him he can use. The the, the latest five eighty six processors with the wrist chip, the wrist chip, and like, God dang, it's so hilarious. <laughs> you can keep the equipment when they're done. That was the that's that's what put him over the top. But that was just so funny because there wasn't a five eighty six because Intel decided to uh, copyright their names and start calling stuff Pentiums. There you go, kids. That's why it's called a Pentium because it's supposed to be five, and you couldn't copyright numbers. So they called it opinions. Yep. Boom. Ben Rames. All him. Fuck pride. <laughs> um, gonna get a real pipe hitting niggas. Go to medieval on his ass. <laughs> that was a close quote. <laughs> that was, uh, close, yeah, yeah. I guess we we're close enough. Close Toast. enough. <laughs> Toast. Toast. <laughs> You can make up for it by just saying that. Yep. <laughs> um, so the the professional's character, I don't really remember his... So was he just double-crossing them the whole time? Or did he just get upset when, when no, he, he was seized yeah, them? He was, well, he was upset, but he'd also... Yeah, he'd been double-crossing them the whole time. Okay. And again, he this goes to show what a badass he is that he's French, but still manages to be a badass. <laughs> Oh, Jean Renault. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Ronin. That movie's awesome. It's like 50% car chases. <laughs> yeah. But, it's uh, been a long time. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Another take on the whole spy thing. A more grounded in reality one. But I recommend yeah. that one as well. With Jean yeah. Renault. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys, have also, you guys have also seen Godzilla. He's great in that. I recommend that movie. <laughs> the 
does a great American accent. Oh, that guy must be his worst movie. He was just in something recently. What was it? Wasabi. <laughs> he was in The Vinci Code. And maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And that's already like, what, seven years old? <laughs> he was in, in uh, that Vince Vaughn couples movie. Yeah, I think I was thinking of Da Vinci Code, and that's like I said, that's already old. But what's his name in that? Uh, Proctor? Ro- I don't know. He's the guy who's chasing um Amy, Tom Hanks's character. Who I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember. He, he had a French name. Clouseau. It was not Clouseau. Oh. <laughs> Although he was in the Pink Panther. I was just gonna say that's. <laughs> Oh, I was say one of the bullshit I did I did my European trip, but none of that Da Vinci Code stuff was there. Bullshit. <laughs> I was looking for those rose line little markers and all that stuff. Couldn't find them. They could be there, but I didn't find them. I'm just saying. But you're no you're no Tom Hanks. I know. I'm no Ethan not Ethan Hunt. What the fuck's what's his name in the movie? Robert Lang? Yes, there you go. The best hair ever. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Still a good show movie. Me, show me down with the hair. <laughs> Parts of it don't hold up, but it's still a good movie. So I was going to say, uh, everyone, because I watched this the other part of the other day, and everyone, I agree, like Tom Cruise isn't really aging, but he is. If you go back and watch this, he definitely looks a lot younger in this than he does yeah. in the new one or the well, Edge I mean, of he was, Tomorrow. He was able to play uh, oh, Tom Cruise. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Tom Cruise. I thought you were talking about Tom Hanks or something. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's definitely like his his face is getting smaller, but his nose is staying the same size. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he he looks great for a fifty year old, but it's like I was like, oh yeah, he's definitely uh, aged. And uh, well, I wanted to ask you guys, like, have you is it, have you guys seen the new one yet? I'm assuming not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Do you like these other movies? I, I mean, most people don't like the second one, but like the rest. Are you guys in that um, same boat? The second or? one is... Yeah, it's like not that good. third one is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's so weird in the movie. I'm going to find her. I'm going to her. I guess it's cool to have a villain that, again, isn't just like the the guy that's matching him blow for blow with like, the flip kicks and all that bullshit. But, yeah, it's... It had Maggie Q in it, so I like the third one. Uh, the last yeah, one, she was H. Last so, one was good too. I like last one, although it was it was, it was long. silly. Yeah, it went way too long. Another weird thing they they're doing with the Mission Impossible movies—they always have the uh, female character that is like the pseudo love interest, but not really. After the second one, anyways. The, yeah, because he's always. It's a big plot point that he's married. So it, it's just a weird thing to do if you're writing a movie because then you make the audience not care as much about... <laughs> like, there's not as much at stake for the main character when stuff's happening to people around him if one of them is not the love interest. Or, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the love interest in any of the movies. So. It's, it's funny. Also, uh, this fourth and fifth movie, the, the big thing in the fourth movie was that the IMF was being shut down. Like they they enacted the ghost protocol. It was over. And then in this next movie, they start off with Alec Baldwin going, "We need to shut the IMF down. It's all over." So I'm like, "What the hell? 
<laughs> Any of it meant in the last movie. <laughs> it meant he was hanging out of a tall building in Dubai. I guess. Right before the, the kids from the Fast and Furious drove a car through the yeah. same building. And they lifted a car with yeah. their bare hands. Well, it was super light. They go out of the way to see it was super light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I pretty much liked all of them except the second one. The, one of them, I think it's a third one where there's too many masks. There's too many face changes. And oh, that was definitely the second one, too. Is the second one? Okay. Jeez. It's like they had masks on top of masks on top of masks. Yep. I think you're thinking number two. Okay. Yeah, the the second one had the worst line in all five of the movies. After his, he's just about to have a love scene with Thandie Newton. He says, right. "I hate sand. It gets everywhere." <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost that good. It, <laughs> he looks over at her, and with the camera close up, he says to her, "You're so damn beautiful." <laughs> then doves fly. Yeah, the doves go flying by. <laughs> <laughs> So, see, so yeah, I, it's kind of weird to think of it as a franchise now, or like a, such a long-lasting franchise. But. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of snuck up on us, right? It's like mm-hmm. this is doing its fifth movie yeah, for crying out loud. Like, Mission Impossible Three? What the hell are they thinking? And it's like, hey, this movie's pretty good. And they almost set it up in the last movie that they were gonna like they were gonna pass the torch on to okay. Hawkeye. But nope. it's just more of a sporting character still. Well, they saw what happened with Born Identity, and they're like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bring <Sorry>. back Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, what's also cool is that they're all different directors. And I didn't know the first one was De Palma. Yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't know that until just the other day when I was watching yeah. it. The second one what's this, is Woo, right? And the third one is Woo, Abrams. Woo, Jenny Woo. Fourth is Bird, and who's this fifth one? Fifth one's Bird, also. Oh, okay. So, so Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's all I got for that. All right, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the Deadpool trailer came out, and everyone's yeah, excited. It's about time Fox did something right with the Marvel license. Oh, age. oh real quick, sorry, just back up real quick. This yeah. last one wasn't Bird. It was Christopher McQuarrie. Alright. So, so yeah, all different directors, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Deadpool. I obviously know nothing about Deadpool, and I'm not as excited for it as everybody else is, but I know people who love the character were really hyped for this movie, so that's... Mm-hmm. I am. So, most of it looked really fun with the all the dialogue... Action looked meh for a lot of it. I hope they make that better before it actually comes out. The the, the little fan booey thing that started it all was better than the trailer they had before or now. Well, they don't show all the good stuff in the trailer. Hmm? Well, no, no, they were like the shot for shot stuff. <laughs> like was better. Oh, okay, that stuff. Well, like yeah. that that they used for this was better overall I, I, don't, I don't know the uh, too much time of him out of the mask and then they do the whole hot tub time machine joke where they just keep going on and on about how horrible he looks <laughs> those might be trailer only only jokes it's possible <laughs> that guy's funny the guy from yeah. Silicon Valley yeah it but... looks like an avocado had sex with an older avocado <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, it does have Monica Baccarin, which is always uh, always a good thing. Mm-hmm. 
Or so, Marina. Marina Baccarin, sorry. Not Monica. Marina So, Baccarin. yeah. So Fox owns, uh, holding on to the rights to Deadpool and X-Men and stuff like that. But, in a roundabout way, Deadpool could maybe still appear in the Marvel movies because Deadpool is one of the only characters in the Marvel Universe that can actually break the fourth wall. That's like one of his superpowers. They would never throw that into any of the <laughs> MCU movies. <laughs> no. Do, do, do you guys think Marvel, even if they had the rights to Deadpool, would they have the balls to do a rated R movie? Yes, but it would be like it would have almost nothing to do with the MCU. I don't know, and I don't care. They do have. I did have uh, Colossus, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he actually looked legit. And then a bunch of other characters that I don't know. <clears throat> do you think eventually, like Fox and Marvel, come up with an agreement like Sony did? I hope so. They're probably making too much money off the X Men for them to. Yeah, well, Sony's making tons of money off of Spider Man. That's true. Well, I think the last one didn't do as good as they wanted to. So, the last yeah. couple. So. I'm sure, it's still make money. But yeah, I'd be interested. Be cool. I, I, I hope that they would yeah. do that. I don't know what that would look like to have all those fucking characters in one movie. <laughs> I don't know how you'd get anything done. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> not advance the plot at all. But it would be cool, I guess. Uh, so the next day, I guess Fantastic Four is coming out this week, and I'm not looking forward to it, but... It could be good, I guess. It's got Kate Mara in it. That's enough for me. I mm-hmm. yeah, agreed. I I hate the trailer. Or uh, the music. Well, I okay, go back. I hate all the music in the trailers for this. It's making me not want to see it. That's more of a personal thing than than the quality of what's actually being shown on screen. It definitely I, looks better than the the last incarnation. Yeah, I'll honestly wait to see if the reviews are good. If the reviews are good, I'll go see it. But if not, then um, I won't see it. Uh, two other pieces of news. This is not even news, but it's been bugging me on uh, Destiny. Playing that a lot lately, and uh, I don't know if you guys know this, being the big Uber fans you are. That the voices, there's a lot of you know the dink is yes, the ghost. But um, no, that one of the character names, one of the characters who's been there since the beginning is your boy uh, Nathan Fillion. Did you know that? He's like one of the trainer. He's the tight, not the Titan, the Hunter trainer. I did not know that. And oh, okay, he always has some smart ass lines, and I thought that guy was like, "Oh, that EXO guy is pretty funny," but I, I never picked him up as Nathan Villian. Yeah. So the, I, the other day, I was like, he finally said something. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like him. So I looked it up, and sure enough, it was him. But not only was it him, then the the warlock one is a girl. Is what's her face Torres? Is the other girl from um, Aliens? From no uh, Firefly. Uh, Gina Torres, isn't it? Or oh, the guy was the girl for the wife or the girlfriend of the pilot on Firefly. She's the other voice. Yeah, Gina Torres. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then I found out that the the stranger, like the girl stranger in the in the story, the one that like shows up every once in a while and tells you what to do. That is Maggie from The Walking Dead. And the Cryptarch guy is, I don't know the character's name from The Walking Dead, but the the black dude in the very first episode, and then he kind of, he shows up in the end of last season. Oh, okay. That guy. 
So it's like these guys are fans of like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and Firefly, and they just put all those voices in the show. Oh, that was the game. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the D's getting replaced. I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I heard they had issues when they did it the first time. I don't know, but it's been funny in the the add-on packs. Like he's he doesn't talk anymore. Yes, <laughs> the ghost has becomes really quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> and for me, I got probably still know your guys' news, but the last one. <laughs> We uh, lost a great wrestling legend and the star of Leap Year, yeah. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. All all time, <laughs> Jeff and I were talking about lists before the whole podcast started, but top five heels of all time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was both, man. I don't well, know. Yeah, no, he definitely straddled the line. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he played the heel, is, is what I'm saying. Like, he did. I Played to the hilt. He was the best maniac. He, He's just awesome. He almost murdered Jimmy Fly, Jimmy Superfly Snicker with a coconut. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't think that was scripted for that coconut to bur- to burst open. Um, but yeah, it sucks. And I guess he was battling cancer, and he uh, it was just deemed a few months ago that it went into remission, and then he had a heart attack. Like, fuck you, Jesus. It's terrible. Yeah. But um, yeah, it sucks. Did a few movies. Was really good in those. And always sunny. <laughs> always sunny. Oh, one of the so. all-time fight scenes between him and David Keith and they Keith live. David. Keith Keith David. David. <laughs> I always David, get this Keith, Keith David. <laughs> yeah, no, put on the glasses. <laughs> and the the most quoted line by people who don't even watch the movie. I think people know the line. I'm yeah. here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. So that sucks. It was heartbreaking news. And just also find out recently that Hulk Hogan's a racist. So, <laughs> um, all my 80s. the skin of a hot dog. All our 80s uh, idols are turning into assholes. So, fuck you, Cosby and Hogan. All right. That's it. I'm done. Good night, everybody. Oh, wait. You have to do your news. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, well, this time, new movie coming out, and Rob Schneider is a polar bear. Derpity derp derp. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Norm of the North, and for some reason they didn't. They decided not to go with Norm Macdonald, but whatever. <laughs> Another CGI movie. Polar bear is in New York. Meh. That's, that's the only news I got. Slow news week. All right. I'm gonna be. Well, go ahead, Scott. I don't want to take your news. So, just in case we were talking a little bit about Sony, they released a bunch of movie dates that they they want to release certain movies in. Uh, highlights include Bad Boys Three and Four. All right. So in uh, 2017, 2019 for those, uh, a Jumanji remake. All oh, right. Wow. Wait, isn't it Zura? No, no, no. This, oh. <laughs> this is actually just called Jumanji, at least on this list that I saw. Uh, another Magnificent Seven. Which I think they've been, they've been kicking around for a long time, actually. Yeah. And eventual Resident Evil 6, which is supposed to be the last one. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, there's been five of them? Mila Jovovich isn't. Bona fide action star. When we talk about action movie stars, yeah. we have to mention Mila because she's done 
a shitload of these things. Just one series and Fifth Element. What else? Uh, Ultraviolet. All right. And mm. wasn't, she, wasn't she Joan of Arc also in a movie? She was Joan of Arc, The Messenger. Remember, we watched one of those movies at Alex. I think Alex is one of Alex's old places. Oh, my God. It was so terrible. The motorcycle was driving through the plate window in the church or whatever. That's, that's the second one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love <laughs> I actually love the first Evil movie. Two. The first movie is good. I love that movie. And then, so they're... They're in the church, and they run outside the church, and the dead start rising from the ground. Like that makes even less sense than a lot of things that were going on, including how she got that high up <laughs> driving <laughs> through the window. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like these people have been dead for a long time. Like, why are they just getting up all of a sudden? Anyways, uh, quick movie review. I saw Sabotage with Arnold. <laughs> Uh, very gritty for an honor movie, I must say. Uh, I, I guess I recommend it if you're just looking for an action movie with Arnold in it that has lots of blood and gore. I didn't like it. I saw it. I didn't, like I, it. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, it was a mess. Was it a prequel way. to The Last Stand? It was not. After the, after Sabotage, he retired to some podunk country town? No. So I love The Last Stand. So that just shows you. That just <laughs> yeah. shows you where my opinions of movies are. And movies that well, Louis Guzman. Yeah, you gotta you gotta add Last Stand sabotage to your app, Jeff. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Ah, headphones. All right, but yeah, that's that's my news. All right, um, I had just. <laughs> they're making a goddamn emoji movie, and they're making a goddamn Pez movie. What yep. the serious fuck? So I, I don't even want to talk about it, other than. Fuck. <laughs> and then, the other thing I forgot, they're re-releasing Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen, on Blu-ray. And you want to know what the difference is between the last version and this version? Newer CGI? Nope. <laughs> Different covers for the discs. <laughs> <laughs> they're like these chrome covers with etched graphics of Darth Maul and... Obi Wan Kenobi or something. Is that this, is the only difference. Is this the Go Fuck Yourself edition? I guess. Is, is the cover just a big middle finger? Is that what's on the disc? I guess. And dollar signs. <laughs> terrible. And then the other thing I, I heard. I think that was in Lucas's contract sale. Okay, I'll sell you Lucas Arts yeah, and points, all the rights, points. but you have to do this, and I get all the money. Every year, you got to re-release it in some kind of different format, and if it's not a new format, put it in a different cover. Yep. Um, and it literally, like, it says, including 40 hours of previously released content. <laughs> it's like it's on the dog. It's like, well, that's fucking great. Previously released content. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then I guess they're releasing, you can go to the movie theaters or watch some extended version of all three Hobbit movies. Who the fuck would want to watch those movies, extended versions of those movies is what I'm saying. I, I love Lord of the Rings. All all of us love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Hobbit movies, I think we're on agreement that they're not very good, and they were too long. And, you should have uh, stayed yeah. with Guillermo del Toro. All three movies combined should be three and a half hours. <laughs> they, <laughs> they they had their moments, but... Uh... Yeah, take the moments from all three movies <laughs> if you've got a decent three and a half hour movie. Let's, let's get it done, Jeff. Let's cut together our own version. I don't know. Okay, the Hobbit show up to Hobbiton. 
they find spiders or they find elves. I don't remember. Anyway. All right. Is that it? Yep. All right. Uh, just a couple news things. Please go on iTunes and give us a review. Scott, have you done it yet? I don't Scott, have my Scott Pilgrim look, comics. So, sorry, you cut out there, Jeff. I didn't catch what you said. <laughs> Scott, you piece of shit. Cutting out, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so please do it. It'll help us, you know, in the searches and all that stuff. And um, if you haven't seen the posts, uh, Alex Harris set us up a Twitch account. So if you want to watch... No, I heard it was Mex Luther. He's a cool guy. All right, whatever. Alex slash Max Luther is signing us up with a Twitch account. If you want to watch a bunch of old dudes play video games, check it out. What's the channel, Alex? It is Hans Shot First. Hans, it's undercore. It's a whole mess. Just <laughs> go to Facebook and check it out. Yeah, it's Hans underscore Shot underscore First. Yeah. And um, if you want, if you have an Xbox and you want to play games with us. Go ahead. We have our gamer tags on there, and you can beat up on some old dudes. That'll be cool for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> good we, that'll, that'll be good for you, I guess. <laughs> we did Trials of Osiris the other day, and we got shut out. We didn't win a single match. Pretty, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. It was so good. The guys decided to leave us personal messages and pretty much <laughs> teabagged us in the messages. So, hooray. I don't know how they got gifts in those things. <laughs> so... Yeah, anyway, check us out. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy! <laughs> so, hope you've seen it. It's an, one of Adam Sandler's best movies, and he's not in it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I Please sit on my eyes. I am a genius. <laughs> Somebody's clicking something. That's me and my pen. Hey, I'll stop. God damn it.